This program was first broadcast on Canterbury's access media station, Plains FM, and was made with the assistance of New Zealand On Air. Next on Plains FM, we have Polish culture and traditions on Polish Waves. Between the Waters, Polish Legacy in New Zealand Charitable Trust presents you with the radio broadcast, Polish Waves. from Poland. Welcome to the new year and welcome to Plains FM 96.9, our community access radio station. Radio for, by and about our ethnic community. My name is Dorota and you are listening to Polish Waves program and this is our first broadcast for 2022. May it bring all kinds of joy and happiness. 
May it let us travel to see our loved ones and explore places around the world again. Happy 2022 to Polish Waves team, Sylvia, Tomek, Emilia and Dorota. Happy 2022 to wonderful team at Plains FM. Happy 2022 to our sponsor, Polish Embassy in New Zealand. And also, happy 2022 to all of you, our listeners. We represent Between the Waters Polish Legacy in New Zealand Trust. Our aim is to advocate and promote Polish heritage as part of New Zealand ethnic identity and to provide forum to present, share and celebrate Polish uniqueness. How you can find us? Look us up on Facebook, Between the Waters Polish Legacy in New Zealand. Happy New Year, Happy 2022. Um, welcome to um, our first program in this year, uh, in New Year. Here in the studio is myself, Dorota and... And Tomek. Hi, how are you? Good, thank you, Dorota. Excellent, excellent. What lies ahead of us this year? It is a very interesting year for the Polish community in New Zealand. Uh, right across the country, we are going to celebrate 150 years of, of Polish communities in New Zealand. That's 150 right. years. It started with Polish migration, assisted migration under Vogel scheme in 1872. Hence, um, this is a significant um, figure, 150 years. So we have decided that this year, since it's such an important year for the Polish community, Each of our programs, radio programs this year, is going to have a section on Polish links in New Zealand, of Polish heritage, Polish culture, or anything related to um, to Poland and also Polish places or Polish people here in New Zealand, because we are going to celebrate our Polish um, ethnic community here in New Zealand. Um, I hope you will find it interesting, but at the same time, we will continue to share with you, as per normal, our uh, interesting and unknown facts about Poland, uh, fascinating stories of Polish culture, traditions, history. Uh, we will continue to interview interesting people. We will teach you Polish as well, and hopefully... Um, we will share with you something that might surprise you and also something that you didn't previously know. So um, we welcome all of you every single month, um, uh, every second Friday of the month at 8 o'clock on Plains FM um, 96.9 to Polish Waves program. And to start with... We will move now back in time to 1772. And why is that? Why <laughs> is that? Yeah. Exactly. I think um, talking about Polish uh, links to um, to New Zealand, um, I, I think it's a very interesting um, story that um, we would like to share with you. And this is about um, this is about. James Cook's voyage um, to New Zealand, uh, the second voyage, and um, and some scientists that he had on board on that boat, Resolution. Uh, they were pioneering Polish scientists. Did you know that, Tom, that he, James Cook actually had two Polish Yes, yes, so I have to, to, to say board? that I knew that, oh, yes. Pioneering I'm very Polish proud of scientists, it. yes. They were the Forsters. 
Foster's brothers. Uh, no, there was father and son. Father and son. Father okay. and son. So uh, I didn't know that was it. Johann uh, Johann Father um, Forster. Um, that was that was uh, father born in Czech, which is near Gdańsk, which is in the Pomerania region in Poland. And his son Johann George, uh, born in, uh, born in Mokredu near Gdańsk. There are very little villages uh, uh, near Gdańsk in um, in Pomerania region. They were both 18th century naturalists of Polish descent. Mm-hmm. Best known from uh, from as I said before, accompanying James Cook on his second voyage to the Pacific. So they came to New Zealand as well. And Gork's report uh, of that journey uh, was called A Voyage Around the World. And that particular work contributed significantly to the t- ethnology of the people of, the po- of Polynesia and remains a very respected work uh, in that particular field. Uh, there were scientists, as I mentioned before, so um, they were considered to be... Um, founders of modern scientific travel literature. And as a result of the report, George Foster was admitted to the Royal Society at the early age of 22. So they were actually, he was actually quite, um, quite clever at 22 being a scientist. And obviously respected in uh, foreign land. Exactly, exactly right. And came to be considered one of the uh, founders of modern scientific travel literature, as I mentioned before. So what, where did they travel and what did they do in New Zealand? So um, on board of Resolution, uh, the Forsters discovered, as scientists, 119 plants and 38 birds species in both Dusky Sound, Fjordland, and Queen Charlotte Sound in the Marlborough Sounds. Wow. So they were actually exploring those areas for that particular reason, and they were writing about those things. They were, um, I know that Gork, George was uh, drawing um, s- specific things. Johan knew 17 different languages. I can't believe wow. this, but no, he did. And was an expert in Coptic language or Coptic Egyptian, mm-hmm. which is a northern Afro-Asiatic language spoken in Egypt until at least the 19th century. That's very strange, isn't it? And he it? was how old was oh, at the 20, time? Twenty-two, maybe. 20, yes. Yeah. So, when when did he learn all this? Oh, I have things? no idea. I have no idea. But it tells you how how clever they were, and obviously, um, to be admitted to the society, they, that was quite an achievement for that at that particular time. Um, after the expedition down under, the father and son duo went to uh, return to England, uh, and um, Johann went to Germany where he died, and, jo- and, and George um, regularly published essays uh, on contemporary explorations. Um, now, I think it's it's worth mentioning that they were also phonetically uh, written uh, Maori language because mm-hmm. they were quite fascinated by the by the Maori culture. One of the um, one of the scientists said about Forsters, um, 
uh, they they wrote um, because they were they were describing pl- different plants they found and, and different species and so forth. Um, for example, and uh, there is a plant uh, now named after Forsters called Forstera sedifolia. That's in Latin, mm-hmm. and this plant uh, was collected by another scientist, Anders Sparment, and drawn by George Forster. The Latin uh, inscription written in the hand of George Foster may be translated as, and I quote here, this plant, uh, and I quote, it it lives on the topmost peaks of the highest mountains of the South Island of New Zealand. Interesting. So he wrote this about this plant. Another another interesting fact I found about the Fosters is that... um, that they have, um, as, as I said, they were in, interested in, in flora and fauna um, of, of the South Island and of New Zealand um, as such. They, um, thanks to Johann Forster, we uh, have a good description of the South Island thrush, um, which is uh, which his son George shot in a cascade uh, cove. So uh, that that. Uh, it's a bird actually. Um, so South Island thrush, it's it's a it's a bird and it's called pio pio. Pio Pio. <laughs> so it's very interesting, very interesting. So here is our first, as we know, link between New Zealand and Poland. There were there were two scientists, father and son, the Forsters, um, born in Niegdańsk in Pomerania region uh, in in Poland, that assisted, um, accompanied. Uh, James Cook on his second voyage to New Zealand in seven between 17, 1772 and 1775. We might actually do a specific and separate program on forces because uh, there is definitely um, in, interesting information about that that particular link and where you can go and see the works of the Forsters. Um, so um, follow us on Facebook. I'm going to put some stuff on this particular in, of this particular information on our Facebook page. And enjoy it. But I think it's a very interesting story. Yeah, it? it was very interesting. And thank you very much, Dorota. You're welcome. Uh, that was very nice piece. And hopefully our listeners will find equally interested. Yay.
Welcome back. And here is uh, another interesting fact or facts uh, from Poland. On yearly basis, Polish MPs vote on patrons as well as anniversaries to commemorate it and celebrate it in a series of promotional cultural events throughout the following year. And I would like to introduce three of them today. And as you know, Dorota, I like to, ref when something happens which relates to my hometown, I would like to make a statement and everyone know about it. <laughs> really? Yes, yes. And today so I, this, those are the three for 2022, Yeah, right? there's more than three, but today I would like to introduce... But that's for this year. Three, for this year. Mm -hmm. um, I would like to talk about Wanda Rutkiewicz and why it's so special to me is because Wanda and I, and Wanda... Um, attended the uh, same high school I did. So um, when she uh, reached the summit of Mount Everest, uh, we had a special celebrations in school. And I remember that. That was uh, 1978. And, and we were all proud of the fact that one of us from our school mm. was there. So Wanda Rutkiewicz was born into educated family in Lithuania. Her family moved to Wrocław, which is uh, my hometown, but it's a town in southern Poland, in 1949. S when she was five, sadly, her seven-year-old brother, Jerzy, was killed after finding an exploded bomb with his friends in post-war Wrocław. It was quite common at the time that children were finding the, uh, an exploded bomb. Um, uh, material and then uh, which then has always resulted in major accidents and and uh, death. Rutkiewicz was a multi-sport athlete. She was excellent in long jump, discus uh, throw, high jump, shot put. She also was outstanding volleyball player. But she started her climbing career in 1961 in Falcon Mountains, which we call in Poland Kuris Sokole. Her first major expedition was to Pamir Mountains, which are located on the border of Tajikistan, Kyrgyzstan and Afghanistan in Central Asia. At the time, it was a Soviet Union. But on 16th of October 1978, she became first Pole, the third woman in the world and the first European woman to reach the summit of Mount Everest. She reached Mount Everest on the same day as Cardinal Karol Wojtyła was announced Pope. So John Paul II and Wanda Rutkiewicz met in 1979 and Pope said of her accomplishments, the good Lord, and here I um, quote, the good Lord wanted this, that we race so high on the same day. In 1986, she became the first woman to successfully climb K2, which is the second the highest peak on earth. Rutkiewicz's goal was to become the first woman to reach the summits of all 14 of 8,000ers, but sadly, why she was climbing the 10th one in 1992, and I will try to pronounce it properly, Kang Kenjanga, third the highest in the world, she 
perished. She, until now, she is inspirational to, to Poles, to mountainers. She was very inspira- inspirational Pole. Mm, she was, and um, and I think I read somewhere uh, that her mother never ex- accepted the fact that she never came home, and uh, and I think she was she was um, waiting for her for a long, long time. Um, yeah, there was a sad story. I read about a uh, story that they found the body of a female on the mountain, mm. and uh, they thought it was Rutkiewicz, but in the end, uh, they came to the conclusion it was Bulgarian. Climber. They, they couldn't bring that body down. It was so, so the, the, that even the body they found it was left behind on the mountain. Mm. So, I, so she was never found. Was she was she? never found. Oh, no, yeah, so no. That's, that's why I think her mother was was. Um, yeah, because they they couldn't even find yeah. the body. Yeah, so very inspirational woman because she uh, obviously, yeah, being so athletic and and also um, being the first. Um, uh, European woman who climbed that yeah it's, it's 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 amazing it's amazing it's really amazing very inspirational person mm-hmm. mm. the second person I would like to talk to uh, to about is Ignacy Ukasiewicz mm-hmm. and that is very famous person across the world yeah his um his anniversary of his um birth. Yes, yeah. in 2022 in 1822 mm-hmm. yes mm-hmm. so um uh, who, Ignat- was he? who was here Ignacy was uh, the polish pharmacist engineer mm-hmm. uh, businessman inventor and uh, philanthropist mm. Mm. and not everyone knows that he was a pioneer who in 1856 built the world's first modern oil refinery, he also discovered how to distill kerosene from sip oil. He invented first modern kerosene lamp, and he also invented modern street lamp, first in Europe. He also constructed first modern oil well. So he was quite clever, and he contributed to the oil industry and use of oil. I actually read somewhere that it wasn't. If it wasn't for him, we would have been sitting in a darkness till now. <laughs> well, hopefully <laughs> not. <laughs> hopefully not. Because <laughs> he discovered. <laughs> but there's a few a few more interesting facts about him. His family was of Armenian origin. Oh, yes. Yeah, so, um, but. His father, Yusuf uh, Ukashevich, was a member of uh, nobility and veteran of Kosciuszko Uprising. Mm. He was a freedom fighter. Mm-hmm. So also Ukashevich became involved in several political organizations that supported the idea of restoring Polish sovereignty and independence. Mm. Well, Ukashevich was also a very wealthy man. He openly supported January 1866, uh, 1863 uprising and finance help for refugees. He promoted the development of oil industry, industry, and his name is behind several oil mining enterprises. Mm. I wonder how they pronounce Yuka Wukashevich. Yeah, that probably was a challenge. <laughs> Must so I'm be. actually not sure... Um... Not sure, especially in um, a sort of German-speaking environment. So as one of the best-known businessmen of his time, Ukashevich was elected 
to Galician same. Mm-hmm. Now, just to sort of um, what was the Galicia, um, Galicia was one of the provinces of Austrian-Hungarian Empire. And in 1877, he also organized first oil industry congress and founded National Oil Society in Austrian-Hungarian Empire. So, very important person. Very important person to the modern sort of um, mm. times um, inventor, and uh, someone who uh, made a lot of money and mm. uh, contributed at the time to uh, independence movement. Mm. And also the science, obviously. Um, yeah. Yes. Um, now the yeah. third person I, I, I want to talk talk about is Yusef Vibitsky. Mm-hmm. Now it is coincidence, but actually Yusef Vibitsky passed away few days after Lukashevich was born. He oh. passed away on 19th of March 1822, but Lukashevich was born on 8th of March 1822. So as one great Pole was passed away, the other one was born. <laughs> Yes. Here we are, and we celebrate the the anniversaries this year, being yes. 2022. And there's also a connection um, mm-hmm. to, 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 to New Zealand or to Poles in New Zealand. As um, uh, Vibitsky was a Polish nobleman, mm-hmm. uh, he was poet, political and military activist, and he also was of Kashubian descent. That's right. And so were our first settlers that came in 1872. They yes, he was from the same region. region he yeah. was born in the region of, Pom- of Pomerania at the time in Polish-Lithuanian Commonwealth. Mm-hmm. So he's best remembered as the author of Polish uh, national anthem Mazurek Dąbrowskiego, which in 1927 was adopted as a Polish national out, out, out anthem. anthem by Polish uh, same. Same, that's right, yes. He participated in Kościuszko uprising. Same uprising, the Łukasiewicz's father was participating. Mm-hmm. And after the failure of uh, his erection, he moved to France. He was close friend of both Tadeusz Kościuszko and Jan Henryk Dąbrowski. With Dąbrowski, he organized in uh, Polish legions in Italy, serving under Napoleon Bonaparte. Mm -hmm. As we know, the aim of legions was to support Napoleon, to win the war with Prussia and Russia, and to reinstate Poland as independent state. Mm. Hmm. That was the f- uh, aim of Poles who formed those Egypt, uh, legions, legions yeah. in Italy. And fought, yeah. And fought. Uh, didn't on, happen that way, did it? Didn't mm. happen that way. Mm. As we know, um, Napoleon lost the war and so the Polish hopes uh, for reinstating Poland as oh. independent uh, yeah, state perished. Perished, yeah. But uh, in 1797, why in a Reggio Emilia in Italy, he wrote Mazurek Dombrowskiego. Dombrowski's Mazurkas. Dombrowski's mm. Mazurkas. Mm. So Dombrowski's Mazurkas reminds um, Vibitsky's most famous creation. In it has been regarded as an official national anthem since November uprising 1831 and in, like I said before, 
1927 was officially adopted as a Polish national anthem by Polish parliament. Mm. So that's the first three figures, mm, the, the patrons. Patrons of, of 2022. And I've got a, I've got a, um, Interesting link between the Polish anthem and and New Zealand and for first settlers and first settlers. There is a there is a weak connection there, which we covered uh, in a story um, in one of our um, post um, Facebook posts and also in our in our programs. Um, there is a there is a family um, that came here. Uh, as the first Polish settlers, that, that was the Szymański family, the Christopher, Christopher Szymański, um, and his descent, uh, his um, his um, his descendant um, Angela Grave, that lives in uh, in Medfen, um, introduced us to a story of Polish anthem. In her family. In her family. In yes. her family, yes. So here's the story, and I will quote what she wrote to us um, some time ago. Um, the the Polish the Polish anthem story is um, obviously from came from her, and um, and um, she is a descendant of Christopher Szymański that came here in 1872. So here's what Angela wrote to us um, some time ago, and I quote. Our mom, Eva Clemens, developed a love of her family history, particularly after dad passed away in 1973. I think mom would have been given the Polish information from her mom, Mary Marsh, nie Szymański, and mom would have hand written the Polish national anthem in the 1980s. She moved from our big home at 5 Mackey Street in Medfen to a small flat in Ashburton in 1975 and spent her days researching family history and making sure we knew where our Polish ancestry came from. She could knit, crochet and sew, and she always attended Mass more than just on Sundays. She was very Catholic. She lived about 700 steps from the Catholic Church in Ashburton. She never drove a car or held a driving license, so she walked often. Why is it significant? Well, Eva did not speak nor write in Polish, but she wanted to teach her children and her grandchildren, uh, and maybe Mum wrote Polish words because she loved to write. So what has happened? Angela's mum wrote in pure Polish, the words of Polish national anthem, the Mazurek Dąbrowskiego, I don't know where from, but she wrote it, and Angela found them in, in mom's, her mom's papers when, when mom passed away. So, um, obviously, it was important to her. She knew that it was an important piece of, um, uh, piece of music. Uh, the words were significant for to her as well. She was she was a descendant of early Polish settlers, uh, people who had to leave Poland because Poland was not a country at the time. Um, they fought for for independence. They wanted the independence, and they brought it here to New Zealand. And she had it written uh, in pure Polish without even knowing Polish. Mm. She wrote all the words um, of Polish anthem. So yeah, so that, that's, that shows. How important that piece of uh, 
words and music was important to Paul's、mm. at the time. At the time, yes. So here is our link of Josef Wybicki's work, Polish anthem, to Metven in New Zealand. Thank you, Angela, for this piece of information and for sharing that with us. Of course, thank you. <laughs> Interesting facts、uh, about different celebrations, and celebrations which, which, which take place in Poland. In Poland, every single month of the year, we've got twelve months. So here we are with some interesting and maybe even funny um, celebrations um, that we are going to share with you. So in January, we celebrate. We celebrate. Um, grandmother's Day、yes. and Grandfather's Day. That's right, Jin, Babci, e Jatka. That's for January. In February, we are going to celebrate Tuesday,、uh, Czwartek,、mm-hmm. which is a day when we eat a lot of donuts. Donuts. It's a special day.、Um, it's a donut day. Last, It is a donut day. Last Thursday of、uh, last Thursday before Ash Wednesday, and we Poles eat donuts. We, we make them and we. And we eat a lot of them. So that's very special and yummy. <laughs> exactly, and that's in February. Now, in March, the storks the storks return to Poland from、right. southern Africa because that's、uh, almost the beginning of spring. So some of them come back empty-handed, and some <laughs> of them come with the babies. <laughs> right. Okay. In April, we will celebrate Easter. 
Easter. Right. So and with the Easter, we celebrate apart from from uh, Easter um, weekend, we also celebrate uh, Schwingus Dingus, which is on Easter Monday. Easter Monday, and it's also Schwingus Dingus. And that's a very very Polish celebration when. Uh, we throw a lot of water at each other. That's right. And we will ap- actually make a program on that. So listen to us in April. Okay, the next month after that is May. And in May, we celebrate Polonia's Day, yes, Polish Flag Day. Day. And also the 3rd of May is uh, the National Day, Constitution Day. Okay. So that's very important uh, days for Poles in Poland and for Poles living outside Poland. That's right. We will celebrate it immensely. Now, in June, what do we celebrate in June? There is Father's Day. Yes, Daddy's Day. So we 23rd of June, we Poles celebrate Father's Day. Oh, and we haven't mentioned that in May. We celebrate Mother's Day, which is on a different date than Mother's Day in New Zealand. Yes, our our Polish Mother's Day falls on 26th of May. May. And following month in June, we will celebrate Father's Day. Father's Day. And that's right. And also in June falls um, in Poland, falls the shortest day and the long, uh, sorry, the longest day and the shortest night. And that's what we call Kupawa Night, and there are celebrations around the country as well because and, of that. And that, that. Those celebrations date back to the pagans. That's right. Pagans' days that's in right. Poland. So this is a significant celebration in June. Now in July we are on holiday. That's right. This is the summer holiday in July uh, in Poland, and um, and here's the song about holiday. Enjoy. Kochane lato z radiem już nie mogę, więc piszę. Poznałam go w pociągu, miał na imię chyba Krzysiek. Lecz nie pamiętam dobrze, jaki pociąg był relacji. Mam lat 18, a on wysiadł na jakiej stacji. Przystojny był jak linda, więc po nocach szlocham Pomóżcie mi go znaleźć, bo go kocham Socha, to już lato, to już lato Słonecznie serca biją i wakacyjna miłość To już lato, to już lato i wakacyjna Była w międzystrojach królową dyskoteki A ja jestem dość nieśmiały i nie tańczę szybkich niestety Już miałem ją poprosić, grali Michel i Tesi Lecz taki Schwarzenegger podszedł do niej pierwszy Ona na mnie tak namiętnie spojrzała siedem razy A ja bez niej żyć nie mogę, pomóżcie Bazyl to już lato, to już lato. serca biją i wakacyjna miłość. To już lato, to już lato i wakacyjna miłość. 
Jabłoki wam je, jak fajnie Zimą jeździ się na samkach On wyglądał jak biznesmen Choć był tylko w slipach Przyjdziemy się podruskać Od niechcenia tak zapytał I z tą flirtują Cały turnus aż do dzisiaj A ja serce mam złamane Co robić, Krysia? To już lato To już lato Słonecznej serca biją I wakacyjna miłość To już lato To już lato I wakacyjna Welcome back. We will continue now to tell you what we celebrate in the second half of the year. Or commemorate. Exactly. So, in August, we commemorate... A beginning of Warsaw Uprising. That's right. Very important day in Poland, Poland's uh, history. Poland history followed in September. And beginning of... We commemorate again the beginning of Second World War. Uh, which was the most tragic war which took place on the Polish uh, territory that, for six years. That's right. Uh, the following month we have October, and that's uh, Teacher's Day. That's Teacher's Day. That's the day when uh, children in Poland go to school with a flower, mm-hmm. and they and they all hap- are very happy because on that day there's no school. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> But we have also, we have, it's an education, uh, sorry. It's, 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 it's really day. to say thank you to teachers, teachers who have right. major influence on the development of, of our children. That's right. In the following month, in November, we will be celebra- celebrating All Saints Day. Mm-hmm, which, we, which we go to the cemeteries mm-hmm. and we meet with uh, members of our families and friends mm-hmm. at the graves of our loved ones loved and we ones. light a candle Let on the light. first. That's yes. right. November also cele- in, in November we also celebrate Independence Day because we regained independence on the 11th of uh, mm-hmm. November. 1918. 18. So we celebrate that as well. And after that... There is December and there is Christmas. Christmas. Like everywhere in the world, we celebrate Christmas and it's also winter time in Poland. And here's the winter song. Enjoy.
Our broadcast was sponsored by Between the Waters Polish Legacy in New Zealand Trust and supported by Polish Embassy in Wellington. We advocate and promote Polish heritage as part of New Zealand ethnic identity and provide forum to present, share and celebrate Polish uniqueness. You can look us up on the Facebook Polish Legacy in New Zealand or find us on Spotify under Polish Waves. Goodbye. You are listening to Polish Waves on Plains FM, our first radio broadcast for 2022. Our next one is on Friday, February the 11th at 8 p.m. Do usłyszenia!